Hey, can you grab me a beer? Hello everyone and welcome back to Grab Me A Beer. We're so happy to have you here for episode two. Before we get started, there's a few things I want to update y'all on. You can now find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Breaker, CastBox, Overcast, and Radio Public. You can also listen directly from our host platform, Anchor. If I didn't list your preferred platform, please reach out to us and I'd be more than happy to add Grab Me A Beer to the platform of your choice. If you use Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or any other platform where you can rate and review, I ask that you please consider doing that. It will really help grow our Grab Me A Beer community. And please don't forget to subscribe on whatever platform you use. And please feel free to share your feedback on our shows. We are by no means podcast masters. Also send us topic suggestions or beer suggestions. With that being said, let's crack into it. Welcome everyone back to uh, Grab Me A Beer podcast. This is episode two. Uh, We've got your normal hosts with us today, Cody, Mike, Clay, and Sarah. She's a host now. She's going to have to get over it. And today I am drinking Two Tides Six Feet from Savannah. I do not know the brewing company, to be honest with you. It's Two Tides. Oh, duh. <laughs> duh. Well, I mean, I'll give it to you. The can doesn't say it. No, it doesn't. Yeah, the can it's it's up for interpretation. Yeah. Man. It's uh, a cool yeah. can, though. That Look, it's been a long day at work. I apologize. I'm drinking Stillfire Brewing out of Swanee, and this beer is a Glory Haze Hazy IPA. I'm drinking Wild Leaps Local Gold Blonde Ale, and they're out of LaGrange, Georgia. I'm drinking Fall Lion Brewing Company. East Coast IPA. They're out of Macon, Georgia. Well, pretty good selections. I don't. I've, I think the only one that I've had before today was the Wild Leap. It's a delicious yeah. beer. It's so good. it's so refreshing. I've I've had other stuff from uh, Stillfire, but not this one. That can's dope. I mean, I remember. <laughs> that can, that, yeah, that can's sick. I remember asking on the way over. I was like, Sarah, can you uh, pick me up a six pack, or uh, can you grab me a beer? Yeah. <laughs> because I didn't have any in the house. We had, well, nothing that I wanted to drink because we had run low and somebody drank all my Tropicalis, which I was upset about. You drank and all your Tropicalis, I'm pretty sure. No, I didn't. There was like four left. I didn't. Don't come after me. Uh, <laughs> I'll fight you. You, you <laughs> underestimate your love for that beer and fight. I'll fight you over yeah, s'mores in my <laughs> well, Tropicalis. Well, no, because I was drinking the mango carts that I picked up. The mango carts, good. They were good. Mm-hmm. But, um... Yeah, so I remember asking you to, to pick me up something, and I had never heard of this. And you show up, and you're like, yeah, I got you, you know, two tides, six feet. I'm like, what? <laughs> huh? <laughs> what is this? But, um, you know, I think uh, first episode, we were really trying to give you guys a feel of what the podcast is going to be like, what it's going to be about. But I feel like it's good for us to get into the background of how we all ended up here at the same table. And, um, you know, so... Yeah, awkwardly, for sure. <laughs> if I could have picked anybody else on the planet to be at the same table with, it, it wouldn't have been you guys. To sl- survive a pandemic. No, nah, Sarah's fine. I'll keep it. Sarah's, Sarah's cool. Yeah. You two clowns. Yeah. <laughs> I question but, uh, myself anyway. But, I mean, I kind of got stuck with Cody, for sure. I met him in college my freshman year because we were both in the same organization. And, yeah, we were never really close those first couple of years. I mean, we were... We, I mean, we knew we, of each other. Yeah, we were friends just through that organization, yeah. but then we had a couple classes together, and I remember 
Um, I was, I had a couple of drinks one Friday night after one of our meetings and we were playing Fortnite. Blech. Back to the Fortnite days. Creek 90s, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember being on Fortnite and I'm, I'm absolutely sloshed, right? And I texted, or you were on the game and I was like, yo, just come over. Yeah, I was bored. Like, and I was you were like, all right, cool. And like a week later, we would convinced you to come on spring break, and it's been that way ever since. I mean, we've been best yeah, friends. Yeah, we kind of just really grew together. Um, we, you know, we had a friend group, you know, during the college days and, you know, kind of grew together and eventually moved in together with some other mutual friends of ours. Um, and like Mike said, you know, we, we kind of just clicked, had some similar interests um, with some soccer, video games, just life in general. Big soccer guys. So that's basically how we met is through college, through our organization and some classes. And the rest was history. And now we're just kind of living together and going through life and just thought we would share that with you all. You're the odd man out. Yeah, I am. Well, for those of you listening that don't know, Clay and I have been dating for almost three years now. March. March. And uh, so obviously we met. Through mutual friends. Yeah. And Clay and Michael somehow ended up playing a bunch of video games together. Yeah, like Call of Duty and like... Never really knew each other, just knew each other through video games. No, yeah, I mean, we had never met before the 4th of July. Yeah, because we, it would be we, like yeah, it was. I mean, but it was me, normal. We just get on a video game, or we'd get on like Call of Duty, and it was just like, yeah, that's Clay. And he like you became like, one of my best friends solely through the video yeah, game. Yeah, it was like Modern Warfare and uh, Apex. Apex, yeah, man, rip. But um, so we go on this Fourth of July like party meet up at Lake Lanier, and uh, I'm talking to like some other friends that are there that I haven't seen in a minute, and. Sarah was, I guess, talking to someone, and then, what, you you saw her? Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, I yeah. saw her, and, and I was like... you should tell this part. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Kind of exposing myself here, but it was interesting how it all turned out. So, I thought Sarah was attractive, but I have, I guess I take a different approach than most people. I don't just, like, walk up to a girl and immediately start macking. Like, I walked up to Sarah, and I just wanted to get to know her. She seemed cool. She was pretty, so... I walk up, I start getting to know her, we start talking a little bit, getting to like know each other. And she goes, hey, some of our friends are in the water, let's go down there. I'm like, all right, bet. So we go down in the water, and then I hear somebody say Clay. And I mean, there was this guy standing in, or, like, in the water, but in front of me. And I went, wait, Clay? And he's like, wait, Mike? And there's like that connection of like, oh, this is the guy I've been playing video games with for like yeah, two years now. <laughs> yeah, and I've never seen your face before. Yeah, like, and we're just like, yo, what's up, man? We give a hug, and he goes, have you met my girlfriend, Sarah? And I'm just like, nice. Like, <laughs> like I immediately switched from like, this girl's attractive. I want to get to know her to like, my boy. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, since that, and it's funny because before we even started recording, you didn't know you were at that. Yeah, I was. I, I that that memory was had faded from my mind for quite that a. Memory went away yeah, with Jack it really did. I, yeah. I, I had to. He yeah. needed proof. From yeah, the photo did, that he yeah. was actually there. That day. I'm still not sure if it was completely me. I, yeah, I, I, as a doppelganger. Yeah, I wasn't convinced. But yeah, yeah I mean, that's... Sarah texted me and he's like, "You know, Cody was there." I was like, "Wait, really?" Yeah, I, like, I don't remember like, that oh, at yeah. all. That was a while ago. But yeah. then over the like 
the past like year, really since you know, I would say even two years, two years, going on two years. Spring of twenty twenty is when we really kind of got close. We all moved into a house together and then kind of just rided the wave or rode the wave rather through you know quarantine and stuff and yeah kind of just grew even closer and you know decided this was something we wanted to do and we were passionate about and gave it a shot so hope you enjoy it drunkenly and not drunkenly this is a good idea (laughs) yeah well i mean that was the funniest thing was and you know this is why we're trying to make Sarah more of a part because she was like, I'll edit. No, that's not what's happening because you, she, we bounced the idea around for a little while. And then one day Sarah got bored at work, sends us all these like designs and logos. One of them like we're actually them. using. She sent like four of them back to back to back. And I was like, wait, what's going on? And, and then and, I actually looked at them. And she just took the idea and ran with it. I mean, mm-hmm. just took off. And we were like, well, I mean, we can't stop now because yeah. this is gold. So, you know why she's a host? Because the three of us would talk about this for years yeah. before we had even did anything. And she's like, all right, yeah. I'm, it's like I have to we, make we needed, this happen oh, yeah. before it fizzles out into nothing. Oh, yeah. Because if we had the idea and we were all passionate about it and loved it, but we never would have pulled the trigger. Yeah. I mean, she knows me by now. Like, y'all by now? So it's like, yeah, they won't do anything. So she's like... Yeah, we would have... So I have to make the first We would have sat around... And just talked about it for months on end, and be like, oh, "Ladies out there listening, yeah. let this be a uh, uh, a learning moment. Make the first move. Yeah, <laughs> guys love that shit. Put and that sometimes they the need that shit. You know, put that one in the books. Yeah, I mean that's how we all ended up here, and you know, and mm-hmm. we've all known each other for probably three ish now. Yeah, getting close. And like yeah. Fourth of July would be three. So yeah, that's I mean that's how we ended up here. Um, so Cody, you want to go ahead and get it out of the way? We know you want to gloat. Uh, so last episode we kind of gave our our Super Bowl predictions, and I would say out of the three at the table that made predictions, I was the closest. I said Tampa Bay's defense would be dominant and be the key factor in you the game. You were the only one that got it right. Yeah, we so, both yeah. Chiefs. And yeah. Brady got his seventh ring and. I think he had a little too, too much fun on the podium. Yeah, yeah, he really did. Can you, can you double that in beers? <laughs> his avocado tequila that yeah. he likes to call it. His avocado tequila? I think tequila. he outdrank Gronk. <laughs> really Dude, his avocado tequila freaking bought him that two, was it $2.3 million boat? Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I mean, dude, you that, know he's sauce. Bro. He's just throwing the Lombardi trophy but, around. But dude, did you see the boat? The boat was nice. The boat was sick. And then you see Gronk's boat as well. <laughs> you've got Brady's boat, yeah. and then you've got Gronk on a dinghy. Yeah. Gronk. Dude, dude, I was listening to the Pat McAfee show. Yep. My favorite daytime talk show. Best sports analyst. He is, a, re- he is a reporter. Um, <laughs> he, had, he had Scotty Miller on. My boy, Scotty. Dude. He threw Ronald. Was it Ronald Jones? Yeah. He threw his phone into the river. <laughs> My man Scotty. Dude, you so, know the thing is, no, is, if you did that to me, I'd be fucking living. No, but when you're making millions of dollars, no. It's just so like, then I Mike Evans. Four more. Mike Evans is on IG Live on the boat, like rapping and stuff, and then you hear Ronald Jones in the, in the back. Scotty threw my phone! And he takes Mike Evans' phone. He goes, Verizon, I know you're listening to this. I need a phone. <laughs> On IG Live. That boat parade was lit. Yeah. I, and uh, 
I think it was Dave Portnoy that tweeted. He was like, "That boat parade looked kind of sorry, or something like that." Like he thought it. He thought it looked weak, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" Dude, we're we're in the middle. Great time. We're yeah. in the middle of COVID. Like that's about the best it's gonna Dude. get. <laughs> Dude, I saw a TikTok. This girl's like, "I'm standing on campus," and pans over, and it's the boat parade. <laughs> I was like. Skipping, the, I'm skipping class. I'm going back to school for that experience. <laughs> we didn't get that at our no. By any means. I mean, when you live in a gorgeous place like Tampa. Yeah. True. Well, you know, it's funny. I, we went to uh, Clearwater for an event, and the beachfront was beautiful when we oh, went. Yeah. And this is probably five and a half, six, yeah, six and a half years ago. But yeah, the beachfront was absolutely gorgeous. Behind the beachfront was nothing. It was just abandoned, like yeah. like motels. And but anywhere it was weird. Anywhere. But Tampa itself, Tampa proper, is beautiful. Yeah, pretty much along that panhandle. If you go inland, a, like a handful of miles, it's rough. But then once you get further in, it's really because nice. it's because yeah, of the, I mean, the, the, the hurricanes. Like, but you really see that transition in yeah. Panama City. Yeah, yeah. right or on Gulf the Shores. Gulf Shores is, is like that well, too. a lot Amazing. of those places. And then you go over the bridge, and it's like, where did I just end up? Yeah. I guess a lot of the, it has to do with like a lot of those places. You know, they get the it's the, the tourism hur- and the, and the and the hurricanes come through and kind of yeah. really just like Whoa. yeah, it's harder for the for the non tourist attraction places to really. Oh like rebuild after something like that because they're not bringing in the same kind of dough that you know like a panama city beach or a destin or a gulf shores yeah pensacola was kind of run down when we went for spring break a couple years ago minus that shoreline yeah that's that and 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 pensacola like downtown pensacola was was cool oh yeah yeah. minus the guy that tried to mug me but you know i I was hammered he was hammered coming out of a bar and And then it happens and then there's tyler Full Tyler sp- didn't even come full sprint. The cop that was behind Tyler was coming full sprint. <laughs> but Tyler's hey, just like, huh? again, little five seven me turned pop right to the nose. You know, defended myself. The second I felt him grab my shirt, he took off running. I, he probably went home to whoever he goes home to. So everything worked out that night. Nobody got hurt. But yeah, I mean, downtown Pensacola was was pretty nice. That house that we stayed in was wild. It was like this old warehouse converted to an apartment and it was was sick yeah it was was, sick. it was actually a unique little airbnb that we found it Um, was sick and it wasn't super expensive and what it's a 15 minute drive to the beach which sucks i mean it's yeah it sucks because it was a toll road too so you're wanting and the whole point of those spring breaks is you want to get absolutely slammed on the beach and be able to stumble back to your condo or whatever without having to drive and we never really could do that somebody always had to kind of stay sober dude do you want to know what an amazing week I'm having so far? Yeah, let's hear it. Monday. We always, whenever, because I work at the shop, whenever it's like busy, it's always a little chaotic, just like anywhere else. Yeah. So, I'm moving exhaust. I have part of the exhaust in my hands off of a, off of a car. I put it on the shelf. I go, ow, that kind of hurt. I look down. I cut myself to the muscle. Wait. <laughs> and I go, ooh, that's kind of deep. I move my index finger. Ooh, that's moving. <laughs> oh, that's muscle. <laughs> right in the crease between your index finger and your thumb. Uh, yeah, I've been down the same road uh, before a lacrosse game in high school. I cut the uh, pointer finger, the the top knuckle on my pointer finger, to the bone 
on a metal mesh locker. <clears throat> and this was a big game. I mean, it was one of our rivals. Big game, but we we had we fully had a shot to win it. And mm-hmm. we had never beaten any of our rivals because our school was trash at lacrosse. And my coach goes, we'll have to see if you can play with something like that. So we get the medical staff out. And they're like, yeah, you can't play. That's to the bone. And I went, no, it's not. Oh, it is. That's not good. <laughs> And they're like, you can't play. We can give you some stitches, but you can't play with stitches because, I mean, we get checked at the hands a lot. Oh, yeah. Okay. And they were like, it's got to be fully closed for you to play. So what did we do? My idiot buddy that was the goalkeeper at the time decided, super glue it. So we get some Gorilla Glue. Gorilla glued it shut. I held it with some good pressure <laughs> for about... Gorilla glue, glue right now. Yeah. <laughs> at least you didn't put it in your hair. Yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> the lady that sued. Oh, but, uh, my God. But I held like pressure on it for like three minutes. Opened it up, it left a mark, and I wiggled my hand a little bit, played the game. And we won that match, and I, I did well. I mean, so it was fully worth it, but it was funny that I'd say that because they mentioned the same thing to you, yeah? Yeah. So they're I don't like, think it would work right there. Yeah. It no, so so where it is, it's like everyone calls it the, what is that? Your, uh, it's say, like the webbing. The webbing. Yeah, yeah, the webbing. So it's like the webbing of like your thumb and your index finger. Well... When I cut it, my hand was gripping something, so it's almost like your hand's in a C. Yeah. So whenever I opened my hand, it would expand. So this was right before my lunch. I go, go to CVS. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to grab, like, liquid bandage, some gauze pads, and, like, a wrap. I didn't read what was in the liquid bandage till after. So I... Put my hand, like, almost in the same position. I spray it. It's, like, 98% alcohol. (laughs) I'm in my car by myself, screaming. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I hit my head on my steering wheel because I was rocking back and forth, screaming. (laughs) Oh, my God. The sad part is, like, I fully expect That is not abnormal reaction for you. So... I go in, I'm talking to my manager, I'm like, I, I, I can't use, like, super glue or anything because of how I how it was cut, when it was cut, yada, yada, yada. He's like, okay, well, uh, just make sure it's healed. And I was like, okay, yeah, cool. So I get some paper towels, use electrical tape to wrap it, and I just go on my day. Total shock move right there. Yeah. Yeah. Finish, finish my... Tape will fix everything. Yeah. Finish, finish my day, I take off the tape ripped some of my hand hair off with it it stopped bleeding i was like cool i moved my thumb like not even an eighth of an inch blood's just gussing so i'm like great stitches i go get stitches nothing else could have like fixed that so that's how my week's going yeah, I remember we uh, we hopped into uh, the the new Call of Duty like ranked playlist that oh, we, yeah. we talked about I think a little bit the first time, and uh, we're getting ready, we're getting hyped up to play because I mean you know we take those matches pretty seriously and Clay goes I don't know if I can play and I'm sitting here thinking why because I just like it, it glossed over my head that your hand was gashed and wide <laughs> open. And I don't like, like you just all you said was my hand hurts. And I'm like oh. Oh, that's right. Oh, no. I mean, we made it through it. Yeah. Golly. And that's one of the worst spots, considering how much you use. It didn't look that big until you realized they have to put four stitches in it. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking maybe two. Maybe. That's what I asked her. I was like, 
Just and like then two? he sent me like, a picture and there was four stitches in it. I was like, oh, wow, it's a lot bigger than I thought it was. Yeah. Like now, like the, like the length of it doesn't look that big. But then once once it was open, it looked like almost like twice the length. I'm just glad that it somewhat doesn't At least hurt. you didn't lose a finger. You know, you have all your I mean, appendages. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, my week, work, nothing really to report. It's pretty much same old, same old, but... The puppy front. We talked a lot about it last week. Uh-oh. She Uh-oh. is a bitch. I would say it was it's a complete 180. She still is she still she hasn't I mean I wouldn't digressed say any, digressed any. She's just become more hyper. She's and getting too more, smart. a little more aggressive. Too. She's getting more comfortable in the house. She's too smart because she knows that we love the shit out of that dog. We love the shit out of her. So she can get away with pretty much anything that she wants, and she doesn't want to listen to no or any kind of verbal command. I mean, letting her outside is the biggest roll of the dice, because sometimes she'll want to come right back in, it's great, she does her business, whatever. The other times, she'll be out there for, what, an hour, and you're sitting there trying to chase her around the yard to get her to come inside, because it's raining here in Georgia right now. And it's just a night, and then, you know, you try and wipe her paws off. That's no dice, and so now we're swiffering the whole floor because she's and then you know, chasing like her a, around. Yeah, and then at a flip of a switch, she'll be all like cuddly and like playing with her toy, and then she'll just hone in on you, and it's like you're going toe to toe with a mini mini wolf. She's like latching onto your sweatshirt. She's growling. She's just being. Yeah. She was chewing on my pants yes. before we started recording. <laughs> I was in a meeting with Matt, and it, was, it wasn't it was anything super important, because when I'm in the meeting with my boss and, and Greg, that's Matt and Greg, it was, you know, I mean, those meetings are, are as much fun as they are work. I mean, sometimes we're just shooting the shit while we're waiting for something to get done or what have you. And I walk in, or I'm in the meeting, and I hear a knock at my door. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, hey, give me a second, guys. I mute my mic. And I turn and Cody walks in. And so I quickly unmute my mic so they can hear. And Cody's just sitting there trying to get his jacket sleeve out of Arya's mouth. And she is just hovering off the ground, just going to town on his on his jacket sleeve. And he's laughing. And he just said, tell Matt I said hi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I left the room. Yeah. And I turn back and Matt is falling out. <laughs> it was so funny because... I mean, that's that's what we deal with on a daily basis. Yeah. yeah. She is a hellion 50% of the time, and she's an angel 50% of the time. So she's basically, like, she's basically like a Sour Patch Kids. Yes. yes. Absolutely. Sour absolutely. She we does just hope that it's not gone. Sweet. Yes. yes. She does enough yes. cute shit to counterbalance the, devil the devilish shit. That's why my advice to anybody looking to get a puppy, if you're going to a breeder... Make sure you know the breeder, because a lot of stuff happens at the breeder level. The second thing, eight weeks, no dice. At least no dice. At Twelve eight weeks. to fifteen weeks. Yeah, let, if yeah. she's got all, if the puppy's got all of their shots, that's a pretty good time right there, because then you can take them out. It's easier yeah. to potty train them. That's... Like you can take them on walks and get them more familiar with that aspect. Where for us, we're trying to potty train her, but like, but whenever she squats, we pick her up and just run outside like we're. Ronald Jones in the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> and I think one thing that's definitely helped with the the training is all of us in the house 
that interact with her, interact with her on a daily basis is we're all on the same page. She doesn't get away with something with one person and not away with it with another person. We have, you know, our clear boundaries and, you know, it's really helped in that aspect too. So, yeah, it's, you know, it's a process. We're all learning for sure. And I mean, I know you know with Lola. Oh, yeah. It happens, but I mean, hopefully Ari is half the dog Lola Dude, is. I'll tell you right now, when Lola was little, it was easy street. I don't, I got lucky. Everyone says I got lucky. And I was like, at that, at eight months old, I was able to put Lola in my front yard without a leash on and she would stay in the yard. At eight Some months old. Some people just get it, man. Yeah. Some people just get struck gold with that, with that best friend for life. Dude, this beer slaps. This beer slaps right now. Yeah. It's a uh, still fire, Glory Haze. I'm actually really enjoying the, uh, the six feet that I'm drinking now. Um, and you know, I think, I think that's something I've been looking for a lot. You know, the craft beer market is so expansive in Georgia. Just like how we talked last week. That it's yeah. very easy to like keep mixing it up, but it's also very easy to fall into like a routine. So for me, I mean, our favorite restaurant down the road, I would only ever get a going coastal. And if they're out of going coastal, I'd get a Tropicali. When I'm at Such a house, good beer. During the summer, all we were drinking was going coastal or Tropicali. All I drink during the winter is Tropicali. And it's like, I love Tropicali. Mm-hmm. I love Tropicali. It's, it's like so much that you drink all of them that were in the fridge? Probably. <laughs> it's it's like it's like it's like good old faithful. It's like it, yeah, yeah it, it, but I, it's I always there. Need, yeah, I need to expand a little bit more, mm-hmm. and I think that this podcast, like the idea that we have, and some of the ideas we have moving forward, will really benefit that specifically yeah. because you know there are so many good beers. Mm-hmm. Like this beer I'd never heard of, would have never tried it if I saw it, like because it wasn't even on my radar. And now that you brought it and I'm trying it, I love this beer. Well, when Sarah and I met, I used to work at a craft beer bar, uh, Burley Garden. Yeah. And uh, they Before have... that, I never drank craft beer. I didn't like it. Every time that I had tried, I hated. And now that's basically the only beer that I drink. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, but now she'll also walk into the house and be like, hey, can I get a beer? And we'll give her like a Coors Light. She'll just be like, I'm fine with that too. <laughs> yeah. like, like she went from not drinking beer to like being one of the boys I mean, yeah. she she is easily put down as much beer as we have on, on like, yeah. some of the nights so we have, for sure whenever she would come like visit me when I'm like bartending or something I'd be like ooh try this this is what I like try every this every time they'd get something new on tap he'd give me a sample of it mm-hmm. and she's like I like this this is a little too hoppy I'm like okay so so now like whenever we would go out she kind of knows her palate and what she likes and what I she doesn't like. I can pick beer for myself now. Yeah, <laughs> just by I don't need to play. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was, you know, similar kind of only drank Coors, Miller, Bud Light for a while, and then I kind of just, you know, took a risk, a gamble, and I, to, I don't even know where I first had. My I think first it might have been that real like that going coastal kick. Yeah, I, I, I just fell in love with that beer. It was just a good summer beer. It was, was smooth, wasn't too hoppy, had a great, just a summer taste, very citrusy, which I really like in craft beer. Um, and then I just experimented, just found different beers, basically judged it by the box or the the label. If it looked cool, I, I would try. <laughs> That's it. how I am. Yeah, I am I mean, a big if it catches your liar. yeah, if 
wine, beer, liquor, Absolutely. anything. If the label is cool, I will probably. I mean, buy like it. Clay's oh, drinking yeah. a beer with a Sasquatch with a raccoon riding An armadillo, on its... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as a crocodile and a turtle. Yeah, I mean, like it really catches your eye. It is holding like, on. It's like the most <laughs> random but cool can. Yeah, it's a really, really. Really might want to get a shot, maybe, of all the beers that we're drinking so we can, yeah, we can, so yeah. can see like what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But. Um, but, you know, similar to, to Sarah, like, my girlfriend, she's never been a real, like, beer drinker. And we've gone out a couple of times to, you know, a few breweries around here, and she's kind of, like, tasted what I've been drinking. And she's found a few that she's liked, but it's definitely, like, getting into craft beer could be a little overwhelming. Um, so what I suggest to someone is that find something like if you've been like me i drank bud light for years i found beers that tasted like bud Lachusa. light yeah it was the Lachusa. it was Lachusa at uh, dry county in, oh in that's a that's a, um, solid that's a yeah, beer. great it's, beer it's like bravos it's like yes craft yeah, like beer bud light most, it's most very bravos. light so very like mild well, beer but it's very good well you know how so let's say you are a Bud Light, Coors, Miller, whatever your domestic beer is, mm-hmm. that is a Pilsner style beer. Mm-hmm. So, so Pilsner style craft. Yes. That's, so because that's what it's going to be very light. It's not going to be hoppy. There's it's going to be yeah, water. I like almost. something that's very crisp, refreshing, and not something that makes you feel like yeah. Oh, like I just made a full you, course. You started meal. on the Pilsner style craft. Yeah. Like with yes. But then you started getting into the IPAs, like going yeah. coastal. I know you like Tropicalia a little bit too. So like, yeah, I've, I've it's, definitely. It's kind of weird that like those mild beers can really kind of kickstart into mm-hmm. some of the heavier stuff. I'm both when it comes to drinking. So I like beer, but I also like liquor, whiskey, bourbon, rye, scotch, gin. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty much all over the place except the. Uh, the devil's nectar I call vodka. <laughs> yeah, vodka. Oh, yeah. Stuff. No, I thought I you were, I thought you were going to say tequila. No, I mean, I'll, see, the thing is about tequila is I don't drink tequila straight up. Like, I, I won't just sit there and, like, you know how I'll pour a two-finger of, like, Knob Creek in a movie oh, yeah. or whatever? Mm-hmm. I won't ever do that with tequila. No. You want to start throwing down some tequila shots, I'm your boy. Sign me up. Let's run it. Margs. Yeah, and Marks. Uh, vodka vodka like Marks, makes me... It, I, I've drank it for years, and I just never liked how it made me feel... Kind of made me feel out of control. Dude, one smell bit. of vodka, and I'll be oh, hungover okay. the next day. Like, yeah. I will feel hungover. I will feel... I mean, we could dedicate a whole episode, like, to, to just, like, whiskey and everything. Oh, I mean, it's just oh, a whole... Yeah. I mean, like, we have a whole cap. Dude, yeah. I mean, being a former server slash bartender, like, concoctions I would make, and... Sarah knows the drinks I would randomly throw together, and she's like, "You need to make this He's more often." He's a great bartender with anything that you might have in your cabinet. He can make a drink out of it. It's a good it's, skill to have, and it's going to be good. It's a valuable skill. To <laughs> it's have. it's literally like a, like a mad scientist thing that goes on in my head. I'm like, okay, this is sweet. This is kind of salty. This yeah. is, and I just throw something together. I'm like, yep, that's it. That's the thing. But like, what's crazy is that you know we've had. You know, when we released the first episode, we had a, a friend of ours reach out and said, hey, like, I like what you're doing. Can you can I be on the podcast? And he had just made his own craft beer. Um, so, like, uh, it's just a whole different level of, like, drinking. It's 
it's it's weird. It's each person has their own brewery that they like and they stick to it. And then they have you have like the people that kind of like float around like we do. Um, so it's all about just finding what what tastes good and then just sticking with it and then you know. Expanding. Yeah. Well, I remember you know when we were all younger, a lot before we were drinking age, craft beer was only for hipsters. Yeah. yeah. Like if oh, you saw yeah. a, a microbrewery anywhere, the only people that were walking in there had long hair, Harry Potter glasses, the and skinny jeans. The flannel. The flannel. The flannel with the, the, the two-foot beard. And yeah. it has yeah. come so far since then that... You go to some breweries and it's like... It's like I'd rather go to a brewery mobile, yeah. than a bar. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's so much better. And we let, let's also preface that we have nothing against hipsters. It's just <laughs> yeah. describing the culture of that, like that industry. Well, like when started. it began, yes, but then like, I mean, it's to the point now where it's coming so far. Everybody <laughs> is drinking some sort of craft beer. I think um, for me, when I first started getting into craft beer, was uh, the ballpark, right? So going to a Braves game, we'd occasionally get these seats like right behind home plate. Oh, the uh, the was it the Delta section? Yeah, the Is that Delta the... Club or something. Yeah, like that? yeah. But this was back yeah. at this was back at the Ted. So oh. yeah, I mean again, oh, this was ten. a while ago. So we'd get these seats behind home plate. My dad would always get a Lion Kugel Summer Shandy. Great beer. Great beer. I wouldn't necessarily say Lion Kugel's craft. But no. they're further, they're they're closer to craft than they are like your box. They're in that border, that border zone. They're in the middle. They're in that that four twenty round yeah. mass produced craft. Sweet water, say, yeah, yeah, just like how you said last week. Yeah, yeah. but I got into those line of Googles, man. Like they are so refreshing, so good. And that's, to me, that's a lake beer. To that's me, a, that's a lake beer. Know, when I was twenty one, I I actually didn't really drink that heavily. We once I turned twenty one, I was still I'm pretty much clueless. So Line and Kugel to me was craft. So that's yeah. when I like you know anything that was craft was on the table for me because of Line and Kugel. Mm-hmm. And and you know Trop Cali was the first six pack I bought when I was twenty one. First one. And I, like go I said, you had to you had to go, go behind the counter. counter. Yeah, yeah, the whole nine because my cousin recommended it. He was from Georgia and Creature Comforts is in Athens. Mm-hmm. So Same he went with, to uh, he went to UGA. Terrapin. Yeah, so yeah. they he knew of Creature Comforts and Trop Cali was his favorite beer. So he's like, "Yo, you're 21 now. Go get you a six pack Trop Cali." And I've been hooked ever since. But like, it was at the ballpark. I was probably 18 or 19. I had that first summer shandy. Yeah, it makes me and want. I like it was over with. Craving opening day to get a Trop Executioner. Oh yeah. The ballpark's like, uh, oh, Truist, not SunTrust anymore. Truist. You I mean can't Hank wait Aaron, to... You mean Hank Aaron Park, rest in peace. Yes, we need a. Like, I'm uh, craving a chop execution <laughs> on opening day. Ballpark's finally packed. You know, everyone's doing the. Well, I don't know if we should say it, but I'm still gonna do the chop. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm chopping away. Chop. To me, that that has nothing to do with you know whatever happened. The, whatever the. Yeah, I, to me, it's just a Braves thing. Like yeah. it's a Braves chant. Or, or an FSU chant. I know well, that's a big argument. It did it first. But yeah. And and again, we will wrap up that conversation with. Send us beer recommendations. And also, if you have recommend if you want recommendations on what we drink and like, you know, where to start, then, you know, we'll, we'll kind of, we'll 
guide you in the right direction. But uh, Mike kind of touched on it a little bit about the ballpark. And I kind of, we're all sitting at the table. We're all, I guess we're all Braves fans, I would say. Most yeah. of us. I'm more of a casual Braves fan. You're a Red Sox um, fan. Yeah. I mean, your family's from up there. Yeah. Like, so, but I mean, I, I will support the the home team. Um, and you've, you've grown up in Atlanta. Yeah. I've yeah. I mean, it's one of yeah. those, it's one of those scenarios where it's like, I will root for the Braves against anybody but the Red Sox. I mean, I just, I mean, yeah. it's the, the home team and I love the ballpark and I love the atmosphere and we've all been to several Braves games, but the MLB loves to piss off baseball fans. Whether whatever team you support, they love to piss them uh, their the the fans off. So they release their standings predictions for the season. I won't go through all of them, but I'll just focus on the NL East, which I would say is probably going to be the best division in baseball, just considering all the moves that all the teams have made. The Mets. Finishing first at ninety six and sixty six, the Nationals at eighty. Nice crack, that dude. Was, that, that was, was a, a crisp, clean one. That was a no crispy. crispy. That was crisp. And then they have the Nationals at eighty five and seventy seven. Damn, Sarah. That was another Damn. good one. We're on That's a roll. Two for two, right there. That's beefy. And then they have the Phillies at eighty three and seventy nine, and then they have the Braves at eighty two and eighty. And then the Marlins at 68-94. I know it was a shortened season last season, but the Braves and the Marlins were the clear and away better teams in yeah. the division. And now we're second to last and last? Yeah, I, I think that's absolutely ludicrous. Did the Braves they... were one game away from the World Series, and we re-signed one of our best players. Yeah. How do you expect us to is be that, that much worse? Is that supposed to be like upside down? Did they, yeah, did I, they I, like... I don't... I don't know. I, I know that. just, I think it, it comes back to, you know, all of us being from Atlanta, we see this a lot. Maybe you haven't really noticed it or you don't think of it the same way. But for people in Atlanta, we all agree. ESPN, all of the major, like, sports networks, they NBCSN, they hate, hate Atlanta. And as, as a outside Rightfully fan, so, though. The Hawks have been trash. The Falcons haven't been good since the, uh, the greatest choke of all time against your favorite. I yeah. still hate you. Don't talk to me. Um, but, I mean, you know, the Braves were mediocre for a few years, and we've really started to see them resurge back. Atlanta forward. United peaked, and then they fall and off. Oh God, they're they're they're, they're a dumpster yeah. fire now. So, I would I would consider out of that division. Like I said, I'm not going to go through all of them. You can look at MLB.com on Facebook or Instagram. But the Mets made I would say the Mets made the best moves in the division. Oh um, yeah. They they they, they have the Braves. I think for the most part were content on keeping what they had. Okay, here's another thing I don't agree with. I'm just looking at the uh, predictions in the American League. They have Tampa Bay second at eighty six and eighty six and seventy six behind New York. See. Okay, so Tampa, so, Tampa Bay made. I mean, the Yankees are just one of those teams, man. The Yankees yeah. could be phenomenal. But they choke. They point. choke. That's that's the thing. But if you look where Tampa, the uh, Rays went with that team yeah. last year, like even in the year before, like so I, a like a one team. I mean, it's just I I don't agree. I don't. Here's how I would do it. I would do the Mets first. I would do the Braves second, Phillies third, Nationals 
fourth, and then the Marlins last. I mean, the Marlins. Yeah. Are, I mean, the Marlins were really good last year. Let's not take anything away yeah. from them. I would have said I would have flipped. Well, the until billion, until um, the playoffs because we swept them. Yeah. But I mean, it just goes to show how much better that we were in that division last year. But it, again, it was a shortened season. But I don't think you can take well that much away from the Marlins. I mean, like it's that's the Marlins decided to go out into Atlanta and go to a strip club and yeah, they, they nine of them got COVID. COVID. Yeah. God, what a mess! So I, I think, <laughs> dude, that was rough. I'm definitely after the 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 saddest. I would consider the Super Bowl this one of the saddest sports days of the year because it's the end. It's the end of football. The end of football. Yeah. I mean, college football and NFL, especially. Um, it's the end of it. So now we have to fill the void. The ML, the NBA is kind of getting ready to push into the playoffs and then we got you know the Braves kicking off here in the next couple of weeks with spring training so it's something to look forward to um the MLB just like I said they love to piss off fans of every team um but I just thought that was kind of ludicrous that you know we were one of the best teams in the entire league last year and now they're predicting us to not even make the playoffs but like not to jump from sport to sport but if you look at all of the predictions of each sport after like the championship game, Super Bowl, World Series, Finals, whatever it is, it's all out of whack. It's all yeah. wrong. Yeah, and, and like, there's people that get paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to like put that garbage out there. Yeah, and, but like, I mean, baseball season's coming up. Yeah, it's not that far away. Catchers so and pitchers these, report next week. These yeah. these predictions being this close and this just wonky. Yeah, it's kind of out there. I was kind of shocked by that that we would be not even make the postseason after having a phenomenal year and then we have the mvp of the nl on our team like give us some credit you know give the Braves yeah. some some credit finally but um we'll keep you posted on like the uh the power rankings as they you know evolve throughout the season but we just wanted to touch on that a little bit because i know some people out there may not necessarily be big football fans but Big baseball fans. Well, did you see the uh, college football standings? Douglas, or, don't even not get football. Don't even uh, get me started. College, college baseball. They yeah, have, they have Florida at number one. I mean, I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm like an expert on and on college baseball. Either. I would say Florida's probably one of the the blue bloods of college baseball as of late. Oh, I mean, yeah. they're going to be a favorite. I mean, the, any SEC school has the opportunity to to go to the College World Series. And we may do a, a short segment on that, you know, it, once that season kicks off. But, you know, with baseball coming around the corner, I just wanted to touch on that a little bit. Um, I would, I will, I'll actually go through the, the, the winners of each division. So NL East is the Mets at 96 and 66. They have NL Central at 89 and 73 for the Brewers. The Dodgers at 103 and 59. Out of the NL West, that team's absolutely loaded, and they continue to freaking buy players. All right, so the AL East is the Yankees at ninety-seven and sixty-five, and then the AL Central is ninety-one and seventy-one for the Twins, and then the AL West, America's favorite team, the Houston Astros at ninety-three and sixty-nine. <laughs> I. And where's oh the trash God. can? Yeah, where's the trash can? Yeah, it's right there. Uh, yeah, so those are the, the division winners. <laughs> um, so go Bravos. I can't wait for opening day. I'm going to get tickets here soon. I'm going to drink a chop executioner, get absolutely hammered at the battery, and chop away. So we'll keep you posted throughout the season, but we just want to touch on that. For so 
while you were looking up the MLB, I was looking up the NCA um, predictions. Florida one, UCLA two, three, Texas A&M number four, Ole Texas Miss, Tech. Texas Tech. I'm sorry, Texas Tech at number three. <laughs> Both Texas teams are irrelevant anyway. Fair. Texas is not back. It's Big Twelve. Horns down. Horns down. Number four. Ole Miss. Hotty toddy. Hotty toddy. Number five, Virginia. I love how you say it like you went there. Hush. <laughs> he got that honorary. Sarah, degree. Sarah. I can. did go there. Yes. Sarah can say it. Um, six, uh, Vanderbilt. Seven, Louisville. Eight, Mississippi State. <laughs> Nine, Florida State. Ten, uh, LSU. Miami, Texas. TCU, Arkansas. Arizona. Oh, Texas represent. Wow. This, so yeah. wait, did they have you mentioned Clemson or Georgia? No. no. Wow, that's surprising. Okay, so, so you have pretty big So at, so at 16, Duke, North Carolina State, South Carolina, Tennessee, Michigan, UC Santa Barbara at 21. Uh, I mean, UC Santa Barbara is a baseball school. They're yeah. nothing else. I mean, who have you ever heard of them? Number 22, I've been there. Georgia Tech. Number 23 yeah. Number twenty, number twenty-three, Oklahoma. Number twenty-four, Central Florida, and number twenty-five, Bama. Yeah, for yeah, our, no. For our, for our Bama fans that we know are listening, uh, don't like you guys. Love you guys for listening to the podcast, but when uh, you know the Georgia Bama games come on, don't like it. Well, don't no. like it because you beat well, us every freaking time. We cannot be you. <laughs> that don't Nick count. Satan. Yeah, <laughs> Nick. Nick City. Nah, but see, that's the thing, man. Bad respect man. to that man, though. I no, like, love Nick Saban. No, yeah. I love Nick Saban. I hate the fact that he just absolutely has the the, the magical wizarding power he has to that sauce. every year beat Georgia. You mean every the, year. the Darth Vader grip over yeah. the SEC. Yeah, it just, oh my god, well, I, I think he's one of the best coaches. He's the I, best coach of all time. I kind of wish we started the podcast during college football season, because we would have episodes for days. Yeah. But you, you're talking about timing, so we're recording a few days before Valentine's Day, and uh, well, what's everybody got on on tap for Valentine's Day? You don't have to get into too much, but I know that there is going to be <laughs> well, two very similar conversations, and then one very different conversation at this table. Well, I mean, since it's raining all weekend, because Georgia yeah. decided, oh yeah, we're gonna give it's you spring six... time, time for rain. Yeah, yeah six... no, it's the fall spring though. Yeah, you know it's the fall spring. Like two weeks of winter coming or something. <laughs> winter is coming I, we gotta again. Find, yeah. If you if you haven't seen it, there's a great picture where it's like the twelve seasons of Georgia. <laughs> it's always, so accurate. Yeah, there's the false fall. Then there's you know hell's doorstep right before actual fall. Then there's first winter, third fall, summer again. <laughs> Yeah, it, there's so many seasons, and this is one the midwinter summer. This is what we always experience. We're in the middle of winter, and there's these two week stretch where it's like sixty degrees, and usually we get some sun. Where I'm is, in shorts. Oh, yeah. it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I mean, it's sixty degrees today. I'm yeah. in shorts, but it's raining, so I couldn't do anything. Yeah. Tornado season's coming up too. Yeah, My favorite probably season. about next month. I like. I'm a big storm guy, so but, I'm all for like the the tornadoes. Yeah, and hurricanes just don't and don't kill anybody. No, I would love to watch a tornado and just mess up a random field. Yeah, go for it, tornado. 
mess up the field. The second you get into somebody's There's house, a page on TikTok that just posts tornadoes in there. I mean, I if I see that tornado, if I see that tornado in a field, I'm going to tell Sarah, grab me a beer. We're watching yeah. this. No, if I see a tornado People say field, that's only a Midwestern thing, nah, but it's not. Nah, nah. It is a very Southern Georgia thing. Has Georgia its has its own like tornado alley, too. It's the 575-75 corridor, oh, where they, they're always either on the outside or dead center, but they never hit Every right time along. a tornado has come through Northern Georgia, I've been within two miles of it. Every time. Yeah, no, you can keep that bullshit. I'm not really <laughs> I want to be watching from yeah, a good stay four, down five, here. six, seven, yeah. maybe 20 miles. Stay Kennesaw and South and you're good. Boy, listen, that tornado's I, really coming down the back listen, 40. I'm 5'7", I'm 140 pounds. To me, I am nothing but kibble to that you're tornado. You're a feather. It sweeps me up like 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 Andy Reid sweeps up Subway. Okay? <laughs> you That's mean a, cheese. For, Cheeseburgers. No, because no, he did the Subway commercial. No, that's Bill Belichick. No, Bill Belichick's doing them now. Andy Reid used to be the Subway guy. Boy, my memory's all fucked up this episode. Wait, where was I when the Subway commercial was around? This was a long time ago. Uh, Back when Andy Reid was Andy Reid. <laughs> like Philly Andy Reid? Yeah. Oh, oh. Big boy. Oh. <laughs> also, shout out to Andy Reid, phenomenal coach. Couldn't pull it off against Tampa, but I mean, he's really brought the Chiefs into a golden era. So Valentine's Day, let's let's Valentine's get let's Day. get let's, back let's to back so Clay and Sarah are the couple presents. So I'll let them go first, and then I'll give my plans. We don't really have any plans. We're so, both of us are like, what do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? God, it's like fucking lame. Yeah. <laughs> we don't like to go out too much. It's we'll probably go to dinner. Do something, a little something. Well, I mean, it's we play we there. play video games, and you ask, "Hey, is Sarah there?" And I'm like, "Yeah." You're like, put her on the mic. I mean, fair. <laughs> that's usually what we do. Fair, but it's fun that's for that's fun for us. So I mean, I'll, I'll actually, you know, you I'll, Cody I'll, has I'll plans. <laughs> yeah. So Friday tomorrow at five o'clock, I'm gonna get off work. I'm gonna drive down uh down to see my girlfriend. I'm gonna pick up pick her up some flowers, get her a card, some maybe some chocolates. I'm gonna go down. I'm gonna spend Saturday t- all weekend together. So Saturday we're just gonna hang out because the weather's crappy. But Sunday we're gonna get up, maybe do some brunch, and then I don't know if anybody's seen this viral TikTok pasta that's blowing up the oh, internet. Oh, you did mention that to me. The, it, if just Google or search in, on TikTok feta pasta and it'll oh, pull up the episode. Yes, I'm going to throw that down for her. We're going to maybe do a little something else with another dish and then so some wine. And then, yeah. <laughs> Shout out Susie on TikTok for, for whatever reason you see this. Love the segment. And she's not listening. She won't, she won't hear this until Monday, so she has no idea. But So we're going to do a fire and just spend some time together because we both work, you know. 40 hours a week so we don't get to see each other a lot during the week but be a good day just to relax and you know spend time with each other so that's what i encourage anybody to do is spend time with the one you love the most and and cherish the day because you know tomorrow's not guaranteed so but well i guess i can get into what i'm doing so thanks for listening for that. Um, <laughs> I'm not doing anything. So yeah. Thank uh, you for coming to my TED Talk. Out of the four of us that, that host this podcast, uh, I'm the only one single, which is uh, 
you know, being single has its perks, but it's also really annoying when everybody in your friend group is either talking to somebody or has a girlfriend or a boyfriend or what have you. And I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. Like, I've had my my fair share of opportunities, but I just, I, I haven't found the right one coming through. And it does. It gets a little frustrating sometimes. So, hey, if anybody that's listening is free on February 14th. <laughs> this uh, comes out after February 14th. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> but no, yeah. Hurry up. I think we originally had talked about doing like a track day on Saturday, which is completely fallen through probably because of the weather. Big yes. Yeah, because, you know, nothing like a thousand horsepower in the rain. That's brilliant idea. We so don't, we don't want a part two to that situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, personally, I'll probably... You know, I'll spend time with, like, friends and, and maybe go see my dad or something on, during, like, Friday, Saturday. You could bring him roses. No. <laughs> that's, that's a little weird. No. I, I mean, no, I guess not. I, it's my father, so it's yeah. like, yeah. And bring him a steak. I'll bring him roses. There you go. Yeah, bring him a steak. That's a better one. I, you know, I wouldn't consider, like, giving my dad flowers <laughs> weird. <laughs> Aria just came Busting in through the dog tour and gave all of us a heart attack, and she is soaking well, I wet. I, so I she's didn't get wiped off. I didn't notice it until I saw <laughs> Cody freak out. <laughs> and, and, and this is the oh, this is this this is a segment where we divulge into chaos. We'll be back to our regular chaos. scheduled programming in a minute. Hang on, I'm gonna get a towel. We're wrangling in a wet dog. Oh my gosh. Mother of God. We're going through Swiffer pads and paper towels like they're hotcakes. If there's a uh, paper towel company out there that would like I to sponsor the good. podcast, uh, we could use the help because we we're going bounty? through. Yeah, Bounty. <laughs> bounty, if you're listening, uh, yeah, we so, could use a quicker picker upper. So you fully just divulge into chaos. Alright, let's try and reel it back in here. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, my weekend will probably consist of, like, maybe seeing dad, maybe hanging out with some friends before Valentine's Day, like, actually comes, because all of my friends are in some form of, even the one that's single is going out on Valentine's Day. His is a trap, though. He got, he got, he got baited. 100%. But, um, Valentine's Day, I'll probably just do something for myself, maybe play a little league play. Probably, I, at some point, I don't care if it's raining, raining is more fun to me anyway. I'll probably get in my car, probably find a back road, probably give it a little bit of the beans. Find a parking lot, do some donies? No, no, because I have bad luck in parking lots. I always get the freaking parking lot that a cop's pulling by when I'm trying to do a donut. Valentine's Day back in elementary school. Drive responsibly. Yeah. Valentine's Day back. <laughs> why, can't, why can't there be like Valentine's Day, but like Halloween trick-or-treating? Yeah, were you I just saw, like, did you sick. see the thing about cancel Valentine's Day and make it Halloween part two? Wait, I was what? very on board with it. I, there was a whole thing going around. In I mean, I'm, I'm on board with it now it would because save I don't me celebrate money. Valentine's it would, Day. It would definitely save... I mean, I'm in a relationship yeah. and I was down for it. Yeah. <laughs> I think Halloween's my favorite season. I don't think season. my girlfriend would be down for it. Season? No. Yeah, it's a season. <laughs> No, so, no, your girlfriend is very anti that idea. Yeah, she too. would... Yeah. She wants the traditional, like... Love me. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah's full 
Halloween's not a or Halloween's not a holiday. It's a season. It's a lifestyle. Yeah, it's a lifestyle. September first yeah. through November first. <laughs> oh my Halloween. god! <laughs> as soon as they put the candy out, yeah, it's Halloween. Stock up on your Halloween candy. Sarah's walking out. Like, of the Sarah, door. Sarah, it's go in. time. Sarah walks into like a Walgreens for something. She sees the candy and she's like, "Oh, it must be Halloween." No, it's Easter. Yeah. You're not a big candy person. Not I, a can, yeah, I'm, I'm not a candy, candy person. person. Yeah, I'm not a candy person. I like chocolate, but I'm not a big candy person. Yeah, chocolate's a candy. I don't care. No. Chocolate's not. I would candy. say it's a type of candy. You've got your hard candies, your soft candies, your chocolates. No, I say chocolate's more of a um, what's it called? Like a decadent treat. Yeah, it's like a cake. What? It's, a, it's like an artisan. You didn't know that word during the SAT, so you don't. Use <laughs> no, I won't. I won't reveal my essay. Decadent. No. <laughs> <laughs> You D E Ekadent. <laughs> Language of origin. <laughs> but yeah, I would say chocolate's kind of like in a in a realm of itself though, but I'm not a Twizzler, Sour Patch. I like sour gummy worms. Oh, that's not. about sour it. Worms. Worms. Part of part of me thinks uh like wishes, you know, to going back to Valentine's Day is like the elementary school where it's just like you uh, just sit there and everybody sit yeah and it's so it, it's so easy you know you get the candy you, you get know, the valentine my school didn't do that it was always like you had to give like a generic card so everybody gave a generic card out to the entire class like everybody but then you could give like personalized cards to people and i don't know what happened did your high school do the roses yes we did. Yeah, we did. That was roses. always a, high, a very stressful time. Yeah, <laughs> because you've got like, to make sure you get the roses. Every girl, like, it, so my high school did it a little differently. It was kind of like the Bachelor, where you're like handing out roses to who you want to. Yeah, I'm and, so and glad. The, I you guess. know what I love about my high school is that even like I guess you can say the socially awkward people or whatever, there were so many different groups that everybody got roses. Like there was nobody that was left out. I, I always felt so embarrassed. So I mean, but see, so did I in high school. Like I never got unless I was dating somebody. I didn't date anyone. I never, like, I, got I'm, Valentine's Day, like, attention like that. The only time I did was if I was dating somebody, and then every girl in that group had to do something for me for Valentine's Day. And it was like that for all of my, my buddies in my core group. If one of us was dating somebody, every girl in that group gave them something. It was so weird. But That in, is in, kind of strange, In, actually. like, elementary school, my elementary school did it where you give out the generic card. Everybody gives out a generic card, but then you give personalized ones. And I was overwhelmed every year. And I don't know why, because I am... They'd send home a list of all the names of the kids in your class, yeah. so you but, could give everyone a Valentine's card. But no, but see, everybody yep, got one from that. everybody, but then you, get, you got personalized ones. And I got a shit ton of personalized ones. And I'm short. I had the Justin Bieber swoosh. Like I was a goofy looking kid. <laughs> there was there was nothing special about me, dude. I it was... makes sense now because I'm still ugly. <laughs> um, so it makes sense that I don't get a lot of attention on Valentine's Day, or I didn't in high school dude. unless I was dating somebody. But and what was going on in elementary school? <laughs> I was like four foot two, and that's I was tiny. Dude. I weighed them the same amount as a paperclip. Well, you were a paperclip? In high school, I was the Michelin man, my guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my God. Glow up. Glow up. True. Yeah, I'm just a better... Well, apparently, I glow it down, so take your winnings and, and, I mean, and appreciate them, my guy. Yeah, I went from I went from Michelin Pilot Super Sport to a P4S. They're still crap. I'm just... A nicer looking Michelin man <laughs> with a beard. With a beard, yeah. It's really the beard that sold it, right, Sarah? Definitely. 
Yeah, yeah I remember. It wasn't so. the, uh, the diamond tattoo. I remember <laughs> picking out the Valentine's. My <laughs> God, <laughs> <laughs> definitely not the diamond tattoo, dude. You literally just pulled off the Kermit T thing. Yeah. You said it, and then just drank your beer, and like, yep, it's <laughs> none of my business. Sipping tea. <laughs> but no, like throughout high school, I was just like, not just because I was fat, fat, but um, I don't know. I just stayed myself. Yeah. Like I had my full, literally, I kid you not, four friends that I hung out with at school, went home. Didn't do a single See, thing. My high school tried the rose thing for, like, my freshman I think, year. I think they did at my high school. I don't know. I didn't yeah. pay attention. I, I mean, you never gave one out. My graduating, no, yeah, so. my graduating class was 32 people. And yeah, so when was somebody was dating Dude, in that friend yeah, when someone was dating in that friend, in that, I'd say it was a friend group, we were all friends, but if somebody was dating in that 32 and, like, shit went down... It had shock waves. Oh, it, it, it parts the red so sea. So we tried. Literally, we yeah. tried my freshman year the rose thing, and it flopped. <laughs> it made there were buildings on yeah. fire. You know, I mean, my high school was one hallway. I think our my it high was school those, was probably smaller than this house combined square footage. It was tiny. It was the uh, SpongeBob. Uh, so it cabinets on fire. Yeah, yeah, it just it did not it did not work out. But in elementary school, you know, I I would spend hours in like CVS and Walgreens. Gosh, get the best card. Yeah, best card. Get the good Yu Gi Oh yeah. pack. Yeah, yeah. Yes. The good candy to attach to oh, the that's... little thing. Valentine's Day now to then or to into Valentine's Day now, it's completely different. If I knew. Back then, what I would be getting myself into now, I would start saving in elementary school to afford Valentine's Day. <laughs> so, so we touched on it a little bit, but two of us very specifically, Clay and I, at this table, are big car guys. Big. And I guess it's good because I mentioned my car like it was, you know, something special, which it, I mean, to me it is, but I drive a WRX, for those of you who don't know, it's Subaru, sports car, Clay works. Benjamin's Racing. Which is? It's a, it's basically a performance shop for anything General Motors related, so cat, like Cadillac CTSVs. Dodge. Um, no, not yet. I thought you were doing Dodge. We're, they do fire guns, but only for very special people. Only for like the, the, the people that they're really close to the company. Yeah, well, this specific client has been with the company for years. Like he started with his Z06, which is a Corvette and stuff like that, and then he was like, "Hey, I'm gonna get a Viper." She likes Vipers. Um, <laughs> so very, very like specific clientele, and like the companies we're growing, but it's a very like tight knit, very like. Almost family style. Yeah, um, I can group. tell because I, you know, I went up there for the first time last weekend. Yeah, and they, I mean, they welcomed me and his family. They've seen me and met me before. I uh, came up there and helped them a little bit with a Toys for Tots like car meet drive that they did. Dude, that thing turned out really well. It really did, and that I think to me that's why like the idea of Vengeance doing something with my car has really like excited me because I like the fact that one the company is known for putting out some like grade A cars. 
Yeah. But they're also the community outreach aspect of it. A lot of companies don't do that, and it's really sad. Mm-hmm. Like for right. a company like Vengeance to make such a big impact in the community around is that was what sold me more, man. Yeah. So we'll like like I said, Corvettes, um, Camaros, the Chevy SS, which is not really that known. Um, everyone thinks it's an Impala. Yeah. But it's not. We work on stuff like that. So we'll basically build them into what people in the car community call street cars. They will basically make them faster, work on motor work, superchargers, turbos. I mean, you take 400 horsepower cars and push them up towards 1,000. Yeah, that's if you want to pay for it. Yeah, I mean, everything's with a price, right? Yeah, I mean, of that's course. That's the way the world works, unfortunately. Um, but most of our street cars are usually around the six, seven, eight hundred. That's like that good sweet spot for a street car. And then we have the people that will take their street car and make it into a full-blown race car. Yeah. And then that's when the money, the fabrication, because that, that's what it is. It's Yeah. I mean, you've got to – you can't just expect to be able to bolt on a 1,000 horsepower and well, push it to nine-second quarter well, miles. If you think about it, miles. like for our client with the um, Viper, yeah. you can't just – Go online, go to Google and type in Dodge Viper Twin Turbo Kit. you got to have that specifically made for that car because, yeah. one, it's not I mean, made they, just, it, they don't not, exist out of the box. Yeah. Yeah, see, I think that's one of the reasons that I really enjoy my car is because phenomenal daily cruising. Oh, yeah, it is. You would argue that mine's a little loud. I would argue... Yes, but no. I would argue that you're blatantly wrong and it could be louder for a daily... <laughs> Uh, but I mean, that's just, you know, the, I mean, the differences in what we well, prefer, but my car is such a good daily, but at the same time, you can slap on ridiculous numbers to a car like that. Cause oh, yeah. all of those parts are, are just normal now. Yeah. I mean, turbos, intakes, you name it. You can yeah, exactly. find anything for those cars. Yeah. That's why I love mine is because you don't necessarily have to do as much fabrication yeah. To the motor itself. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, uh, with my car, you, you get into, like, the stance community and the wide body kits and that, yeah, I mean, that, that's when you start getting into the, like the heavier the, processing with, like, you know, you actually, yeah. gotta, you know, maybe weld something on and fabricate yeah. a little bit. And, you that's know, people when it, do custom body kits all the time. That's so. that's when it kind of gets expensive is, like, when yeah. you have, like, maybe cutting into a fender a little too much and you have to get another fender. But I mean, I stuff love, like that. I love people who are like, what's it, when, you know, what would you, what would it take for your car, which currently right now probably sits around 310 horsepower, what would it take to get it up to five? And everybody's like, oh, is that 10, 15 grand? Five. Five, yeah. Five if you maybe, know Maybe, doing. maybe, maybe. Like it's I would not say, that expensive. I would say, I would say between the. Relatively. The not five. expensive, relatively. The five to ten thousand range instead of the ten to fifteen. Yeah, I mean, because again, those parts are easily sourceable. I mean, the, the, the and that real... dri- and that drivetrain itself is very like aftermarket friendly. Yeah, and I mean they they made the just car, like, especially just... these newer year uh, WRXs. These cars, I mean, people Subaru knows what people are doing to them. So they make them, yeah. you know, that's, friendly for that. And basic. the Boxer engine, which is a, it's like a, it's a different type of four-cylinder. So typically, you know, your pistons pump up and down. These go or, side to side. Or in a V-shape, these go side to side. Yeah. That engine, for whatever reason, is very, very, like, I would say malleable. 
Yeah. To where you can, I mean, you can really like make it into whatever you want. Yeah. And Whereas uh, you know you you can't just take a V six out of some random ass car and and make it into yeah. an absolute street monster. Like there's a lot more that goes into certain engines versus yeah. this one where you can do pretty much whatever you want. Yeah. Relatively easy. Just just like um the LS or the V eight. Yeah, I mean those um, engines were made to be yeah you know absolutely destroyed well, rebuilt and made into some Frankenstein's monster thousand horsepower. You want me. You want me to blow your mind? Go. So one of our um, employees just bought a 2021 Mustang GT with the new 10-speed automatic. Mm -hmm. We're thinking of doing a Vengeance Racing twin turbo kit on it. Oh God! You know, you know, all you need to do. The crowds. I just I fear for everyone. Well, in a drag racing aspect, it's perfect because all you need. Are three additional supporting mods to that twin turbo kit, and you're pushing 800 to the wheel. Jesus, what? Yeah, okay, and, fair enough. I mean, fair play, you know? I mean, if you look at the 10 speed automatic, it's in the ZL1. Yeah, and it's, I mean, a, they, it's the same thing, and in the Ford Raptor. And, and those 10 speed automatics these days are shifting very quickly. Mm -hmm. Like, the gap between what you can do in a manual and what you can do in an automatic has drastically closed. Yeah. In the Z01 that has the 10 speed on Mac, we act Vengeance Racing actually has the fastest Z01 in the world right now. Really? At oh, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. At yeah. Uh, 8.64 seconds in a quarter mile. Jesus. I mean, that's, that's speed that 90% of people on this planet will never experience. No. And, and rightfully so. I mean, you shouldn't experience speed like that. There's no place for it unless you're. On a drag strip. But I mean, like... It's, yeah, it's just numbers like and, that. And, and, that, and just, like I will preach, hands up and hands down, there's a time and a place for speed. If you want speed, go to the track. Yeah, don't... The thing is, is and... Yes, you, know, you can... I was a speed demon when I was younger. I absolutely was. Same here. Fortunately, I never caused an accident, but as I got older, I realized, man, that when you're out there, what we call hooning, you're just... Messing around, messing around, having fun, hammering the throttle wherever you can. You are putting everybody around you at the same risk you're putting yourself. And for somebody like me, I don't necessarily like worry about what kind of risk I put myself through. Like I'm obviously not going to throw myself at death. Yeah. But I'm an adrenaline junkie. I like to cliff jump. I like to mm -hmm. do stuff like that. So for me, the risk for myself doesn't necessarily matter as much. But I never, ever want to put somebody else at risk like that. So, yeah, there's a time it, and a place. Like, I, trust me, I love to have my fun. I know... It puts it into perspective. Yeah, I know of, I have I have a couple of, you know, abilities or, like, connections that I can get onto a track and, and go enjoy mm -hmm. my car. And that's what I do. I'm not talking about, you know, going 120 down back road. If I talk about back road cruising... I am 45 miles an hour, whatever the speed limit is, windows down if I can, unfortunately it's raining, music blasting, just enjoying the the the, the atmosphere, the atmosphere. The experience of being behind the wheel, because I just, I love driving, like, that's yeah. my whole thing. Yeah, that's me too, it's just... But that, I mean, you're, like you said, there's definitely a time and a place. Yeah, so, always go to the track when you can, but, yeah, I gotta get, I gotta get you out, um... For on, sure. On I would fully recommend for anybody that hasn't been to a track, get on track. It's a lot of fun. 
you don't even have to have anything special. Just go out there and be able to like let loose a little bit. Yeah. I mean, if you like to drive, take your 2016 Hyundai Sonata out there and just enjoy it. Like you don't have yeah. to, you don't have to be driving a race car to enjoy stuff like that. But I gotta get you out to the drag strip whenever we uh, start yeah. setting some mean, mean times yeah, this season. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm there. I mean, you know, I love Vengeance Crew, but um, I guess uh, we, we need to start wrapping it up here, so. We want to say thank you again for tuning in. Uh, we appreciate all the support. Um, you know, if you if you really like what you're listening to, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we're on TikTok as well. Um, Grab me a beer podcast. You type that in, you'll pretty much find us anywhere. And uh, you know, we'll see you in the next one. Give us a like, comment, as much feedback as possible. Spread the word. Yeah, share, share anywhere. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. And we'll be we'll be watching out, and you know we we want to keep growing. So maybe we'll have some guests on. You know we want to do like a fan question segment, or you know if a fan submits topic, almost like a Q and A. We yeah. want to try some fan recommended beers. So you know we want to interact with y'all as much as we can. Just reach out to us, interact with our stuff, and uh, you know we'll be we'll be around. We'll be we'll be watching. Yeah. Stay tuned next week. We'll be back. Episode 3.